Buenas noches. You are now tuned in to Telemundo. I am your illustrious host, Jerome Win- Williams. Jerome, I don't even know my last name. I said Jerome Windoms. <laughs> hey, can you please not introduce it with that racist shit? How, why is that racist? We would like to continue unlabeled podcast. Bro, all I said was bonus, buenas noches. You are now tuned in to Telemundo. I am your. <laughs> That's all I said. I'm trying to expand our fan base. Let me stop playing. We know America don't care about them neither. All right, about them neither. <laughs> yeah, you, you you can make fun of them. They don't care. Like just like you can make fun of us, but we know who we can't make fun of. Oh yeah, we not we not even gonna start that today, brother. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say to you. Let's not make fun of nobody, Jerome. But anyway, let's make, let's make this a PG podcast. <laughs> but anyway, welcome, first time listeners, last time listeners. You are now tuned into Unlabeled the podcast. I'm your illustrious host, Jerome Williams. Uh, this on this podcast, what we do is we like to lift the voice of the black and the marginalized communities. We like to do media analysis, a little bit of. Uh, politics and uh, media analysis breaking down and get the YouTube off the background, please, because now I'm echoing. But thank you, uh, Montre. I really appreciate that because I know it was you. But uh, we're we're glad to have each and every one of the listeners here in the house. Uh, <laughs> I got my good friend Kendall Watson in the building. How you feeling, Kendall? Feeling good. Uh, good morning, every or wait, good afternoon, everyone. Buenas, uh, buenas noches. Is it ain't daylight savings coming or something? Yeah, daylight savings was today. Tonight. They rolled it back already. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Oh, no wonder it kind of feels okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We lost the hour, bro. We lost. Feeling great though. Yeah. That's what's up, bro. Yeah. Apparently, he don't know where he is or what time zone. That's true. Or what? What what universe? He might be in the MCU. I'm in the metaverse. (laughs) You're in the metaverse. (laughs) Uh Okay. Okay. But yeah, man. How 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 you been, brother? We you say you feeling good, but how you been? We we we've been. We on we took another hiatus. Yeah, it's been a hiatus. Uh but uh but yeah, I've been doing all right, man. I've been just you know, just trying to stay in the house and save money. Um and uh still on the hunt for a home. Um and uh, you know, all that good stuff. But yeah, works good. Um That's about it. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> oh yeah, I had a good Halloween too. I went, I went, I went on a bar crawl, so that was fun. Okay, and for for all the listeners who's not familiar, I actually right? dressed up, and I never do that. Yeah, so. for, for that's, the, that's for, huge. For all the new listeners who aren't, who aren't uh, f- familiar with uh, Kendall, he's our resident uh, conspiracy theorist and uh, technical expert. Yes. Expert. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we got, yeah, we got to we got to reintroduce ourselves. Allow us to reintroduce ourselves. <laughs> uh, right. um, we also have my good friend uh, Montre Brown in the building. How you feeling this week, brother? Oh man, doing good, feeling good. Uh, audience, I almost got kicked off before we went live, so I just want to let y'all know. Welcome back. That's the type of energy he's on with me today. I'm about to be on a whole another type of energy because you full of it. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't, nobody... <laughs> Ain't nobody almost kicks you off. And and, and as you can see, Montre Brown is our is our residential uh, uh, shit starter. Just hear song get fine, sir. Yeah, yeah. He's our he's our re- resident almond complexion uh, <laughs> shit starter. Almond, <laughs> almond complexion. Yeah, shit starter. <laughs> yeah. Almond D Brown. Yeah, Montre, what you do something for me? <laughs> No, what is wrong with Drake, dog? <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking on that part. Yeah, yeah. Like, he might have using the strip club or something. Yeah, he was he was he was doing a little bit too much. But yeah, man, uh, we we back, man. Uh, Blades is I I don't know where Blades is. 
I hit I'm him over. I hit him up earlier, but uh, yeah, man, he's a hustler, so it's kind of hard keeping up with the brother. Um, he might also be at strip club. <laughs> at, one, <laughs> one, at one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I hope not. Mm-hmm. He, he definitely needs yeah. help. But uh, uh, man, as you can see, we, we got the merch up and running. You know what I'm saying? I got the Christopher Columbus White Lives Matter uh, uh, crew neck on. Uh, go ahead and cop that at uh, un- unlabeledmerch.com. Uh, I don't have any promos to run for y'all because y'all missed the last Columbus Day sale. That's when I uh, I released these hoodies. But yeah, go ahead and copy some merch uh, at a full price. Uh, I'll run a discount <laughs> some other time. <laughs> uh, but go yeah, go ahead and go ahead and copy all that merch at, at full price. Um, we do have a community uh, section up and running on this podcast. So if you going we will now be posting in the community section so if y'all are looking for specific links or things that we like to talk about in this podcast go on the youtube channel and click the community session uh the community section so as far as that i think that's if it's church announcements for this week as far as uh anything uh new what we got going on but uh shout out to everybody in the chat shout out to floyd um thomas and brandon i see you in the chat brothers uh, uh stay engaged um and oh, we are kicking ass on Call of Duty. So if any of y'all would like to uh, join us in Call of Duty, I will also post in the community <laughs> section. <laughs> yeah, we've been we, we, we've been going wild on there. So y'all can y'all can join in on, on, and have some fun with us at uh, on, on Call of Duty and all the brothers from Unlabeled and all the listeners as well. Uh, but man, first things first, man. Uh, I guess we'll start with the sad news. Uh, last week, we because we didn't record last week, but last week, man, uh, welcome to some very bad news on uh, Tuesday morning. We lost Brother Takeoff from the Migos. If y'all been under a rock, I'm pretty sure it's been ran into the ground. Um, just wanted to start by saying rest in peace to his family and friends and uh, and all his loved ones, man. It was a a sad loss because brother that kind of like seems to stay out the way, man. It was it was pretty uh, depressing, you know, to hear. Uh, to hear that, uh, that we lost him, you know what I'm saying, especially in the in the, in the, the way we did, it was a violent act. Uh, he was uh, apparently uh, observing a dice game that was taking place, and um, we we don't know what happened, but the, the the rumors is that somebody started ringing off shots, and he got hit by a stray and lost his life. Uh, Quavo is also in the hospital, so we can uh, pray prayers out to uh, Quavo. I haven't heard any update. I don't know if y'all have uh, on on his state. Um, but also rest in peace to Quavo. I mean, not rest in peace. I'm sorry. Uh, um, hopefully he can get well soon and uh, reco- make a full recovery. Um, but yeah, man, it was uh, uh, um, pre- pretty uh, heartbreaking news on Tuesday. How did y'all feel on, uh, about hearing that? Yeah, it was unfortunate, man. Like I, you know, it's just sad when you see people so young. I mean, he was like 28. So it's always like unfortunate when you see somebody so young pass, you know, and especially in the in the condition the way he died or maybe was murdered. Um, and, uh, you know, like you said, he stayed out the way. He wasn't any, somebody who was into the drama or any of that kind of stuff. So it's like, you know, even if you stand out the way, sometimes you become affected from it, from gun violence. So it's just sad, man. You know, now I don't know what, you know, Quavo going through because I know they're, they're related. Are they all related? Are they all like... Yeah, they are related. Cousins, or and I know uh, 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 Takeoff is his uncle, right? Quavo, Quavo, hilarious. Yeah, Quavo's yeah, uncle. Yeah, Quavo's uh, uncle, and then Offset's their cousin. Cousin, okay, got you. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, man, it's just uh, yeah. sad, man. You know, and I know they weren't really communicating, or you know, something was going on with that, or whatever. But hopefully, you know, they get closer uh, as a result of something like this, and uh, you know, because life is short, you know, to an extent. Uh, so, you know, that's that was my initial, you know, reaction. I ain't gonna lie. I just immediately thought about <clears throat> Quavo, like, damn, like, you know, I know he lost somebody real close to him. Um, you know, I, I read somewhere that they said um, 
you know, takeoff was the reason that uh Quavo started rapping or something like that, or yeah, maybe yeah. the way around. I think, I think it was takeoff that was like encouraging them to rap or something like that. So, um, so yeah, I'm pretty sure he was very important to him, you know, somebody who was integral in his life. And, you know, uh, I can only imagine like losing somebody for, as a close uncle, you know, that I got somebody that's always around me and then, you know, they one day gone. So, you know, prayers out to their family and uh, everybody that's affected from it. Yeah. Matre, your thoughts and reactions, man, when you first heard the news? Oh, man. Well, pretty much what you said, man. It was depressing. That was the first thing I seen uh, when I woke up that morning. <clears throat> and it was, it was just sad, man. Like um, Kendall said, too, man, I just started, I'm like, man, I just started thinking about uh, Quavo and then Offset. You know, they haven't been talking, man. So he, you know, like he passed away, man, and they were on bad terms. So I know that, you know, that, that right there, just that's a deep cut, man. So. Just prayers out to their family, man, friends. It is, it's, it's horrible, bro. Yeah, man. I like, and like I said, it, it's unfortunately, like, you know, we've we've lost quite a few rappers over the years. Um, I like, I don't I, like. It was devastating to me. Like I said, I don't even really know how to feel about it because you know, we we talk about how you know. Certain rappers, they talk about, you know, taking lives and drill music and just the music that we have in our culture, the overall tone of it, you know what I mean? But the, the Migos just made fun music. They didn't really talk yeah. that kind of talk. You know what I mean? It's it, it sprinkled in there because just the the, the way the, the culture is, you know what I mean? But that wasn't the main function of their uh, of their message, you know what I mean? I didn't think so, so, but... Yeah, that was that, that. That was just a, uh, a case of wrong place, wrong time, around the wrong type of energy, man. And it, um, yeah, yeah, like I said, thoughts and prayers out to his family. But I hate, I, you know, I hate to move on so abruptly. But I, I had, I did have a question for y'all, man. Like, but, but like, do y'all believe that the the black community needs uh, needs leaders? Absolutely, Kendall. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we could always use more. I think there are quite a few black leaders that we have, but it's not um, as prevalent as it is like our entertainment side of things, how like how quickly we know about them. Mm -hmm. um, so I think we could always use more. Um, and uh, yeah, so I think it's more visibility on that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we could definitely def use more. What, what does black leadership look like to you? Um, black leadership to me is, um, community, like backing, uh, take, taking, you know, taking accountability, um, you know, put, pushing, uh, black narratives or black initiatives that need to be in the forefront, um, and trying to carry that torch. Um, uh, you know, if, if there's a need for, you know, something like, for example, like <clears throat> police violence or something related to gun violence or something in the neighborhood that needs to be policed. Uh, police in the streets, yourselves, things of that nature, and black leaders pretty much, you know, kind of helping you showcase or understand what that looks like. Um, so that's to me what leadership looks like in a sense. Um, and just more so just the accountability and, and having that backing when you need them. Okay. Uh, Trey, what do you, how, how do you feel about what, how do you, what does black leadership no, look I, like to you for our community? I'm speaking to I, our. No, I agree with Kendall. And um, I, one thing um, I don't know if you said, but like teaching um, somebody that's going to teach teach us as a community, man, uplift us, empower us. But everything that Kendall said, absolutely true. I didn't mm -hmm. disagree with anything he said. Mm -hmm. And when it, when it comes to leadership, do you think that you have to agree with uh, your leaders? Uh, um, you don't, you don't always have to agree with them, but I think a respect, you have to respect them. So, but the, you don't always, you know, everybody's not going to be correct in the way that they're leading you or the way they want to go about leading you. So. Uh, Kendall, how are you? Uh, 
No, I don't think you necessarily have to agree with them. But if they are going to, if there's something that they want to put in the forefront, um, they, I think there needs, does need to be a certain level of support behind it. Um, as long as if, if you're, unless you're just totally against uh, what that person is pushing. Uh, but I do think there needs to be a level of backing behind it, even if you don't necessarily have a plan yourself, just because, you know, they might be trying to move the move, move black culture into a different direction um that you may not be privy to or that may you may not see the same type of vision so just because you don't necessarily agree with it doesn't necessarily mean it won't be a benefit um you know that's kind of how i feel with certain figures black you know that that we have currently you know some some leaders quote unquote you know so um i don't think you necessarily have to agree but if they do have some kind of like you know dr umar with the school said you know we've talked about this before like you know, there's just things where it just kind of looks dicey, but, you know, I still appreciate what he does um, in terms of educating people and things of that nature, and especially some of the rhetoric that he uses um, when, when, you know, when he is teaching um, in certain contexts. But, you know, there are other people as well. So mm-hmm. do, you, do you think our, our leadership would come from a celebrity or or, or athlete or could I think it, it or could I, it? I, I, hmm? No, no I'm just saying or could it. That's all I was saying. Uh, yeah, I think it can be a celebrity or athlete. I just, uh, but I think it has to be again. Like you have to be well read in what you're talking about, so that so that when people back you, they don't. It's it's not like sporadic or or just you know off the cuff all the time. Sometimes it needs to be based on some level of information so that you can educate people and that they understand what you're trying to get across. You know, sometimes I don't. I, I'm fine with a celebrity being that, but if you're gonna step into that realm. You know, you want to make sure that you're prepared, like, you know, kind of like with Nick Cannon when he was <laughs> when he was going off about uh, certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they had to, you know, pull pull the wool from his eyes <laughs> in a certain way. Um, I just think if you're going to go in that route, make sure that you're very ready for that type of stuff. Uh, otherwise, they're going to come for you. You know, that's the whole point of this whole struggle, if you will. I mean, it, they ain't the only ones that's been going through this. Um, so I just think you got to be ready for it, man, for real, because it's going to be a storm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I know, you know, we like to do teachable moments here. Right. Um, I, I think something that's lost as far as leadership goes in our community, I got to go all the way back to 1963, I believe it was. Right. So most of us are familiar with Martin Luther King's famous, I have a dream speech. Right. <clears throat> and that's the version of Martin Luther King that history would like, or that the powers that be would like us to remember the nonviolent version of Martin Luther King, the, the turn of the cheek, right. right? That's the, that's the version of him that we would like us to remember. Let me bring it to our, bring, bring some to our audience's attention. Cause I'm pretty sure y'all don't think about this a lot. Martin Luther King was assassinated in 1968. That was five years after he gave the I have a dream speech. Um, his tone started to change on what he wanted uh, us to achieve in our communities. Um, and because a lot of our community thought that his, fight from from um, nonviolence and everything lacked uh, some nuance and they wanted more of a revolution that our, our people had a more of a revolutionary spirit they started to kind of fall out of love with Dr. Martin Luther King they started referring to him as the load <laughs> they, is, am I saying that right Kendall the loud am I and they're saying <laughs> right <laughs> yeah they, they started the to refer loud. the loud that was what they called him they're basically saying that his ego had gotten so big that he was looking at himself like God so uh, but Martin Luther King realized that he was uh, in his words, integrating his people into a burning, uh, burning building. Sure. So he came up with the poor people's campaign, 
and it was all about an economics. Uh, he wanted he wanted better economics for our people. For not only, and I, I'm gonna make this very clear because we are very very divisive in, in today's day and age. Uh, not only for black people, but for the people, for white people, Hispanic, and in between. Um, because we were all oppressed and still to are still are to this day, and he you know he wanted us to unify and uh, and rise up against the government and, and uh, you know for us to ha- have a better sense of econo- uh, economics. So he came with the Poor mm-hmm. People's Campaign in 1967. Um, after his first speech in 1968, I believe it was because he was assassinated in April of 1968, right, Kendall? So his first speech that he gave was three months before his assassination. And uh, uh, a riot broke out <laughs> in the left. Uh, eight people dead. And, um, uh, and and he was really upset that he couldn't keep the, the peace in the crowd, you know, cause the, the, uh, from, the, from the riots or whatnot. So, um, um, you know, he, he, he felt really bad about that. You know what I mean? And, um, and he, he was scheduled to do more speeches, but unfortunately he never got to that point. Uh, that he was assassinated three months later, because um, and in 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 light of his his death, or not in light of his death, but in in uh, um, I guess that's the proper, the proper term. But uh, uh, riots broke out across the country, leaving fifty people dead. Uh, Stokely Carmichael um, was supposed to do a eulogy for Martin Luther King, and he got mad and said that America killed the last hope for racial unity in this country. And ever since then. We've been in like kind of disarray when it comes to our leadership and who we trust and who we believe, and um, uh, uh, we've you know it's, it's, it's hard for black people to unify. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Uh, uh, so I just kind of want to uh, point out points to that because it seems to it seems that to, at today's day and age, no matter which black person, black man, white man steps up for the voice of the people, they seem to get a, they seem to get a, a, admonished and tore down immediately for telling their truths. Um, uh, and, and, and to Brandon's point, he said the black community needs to unify. But like I said, um, Stokely Carmichael said himself that, uh, that, uh, America killed the last hope for racial unity in this, in this country. Uh, and it seems, and it seems to be on point, you know what I mean? If you kind of look around at, at where everybody is and, you know, in, in today's culture, uh, but you know, we, we've, we've had, uh, prominent figures like Obama, uh, as much as you agree with agree or disagree with him you know what i mean he you, we've had uh um jesse jackson uh we we can go on and on and on like like stokely carmarco uh well we na- later changed his name to kwame Touré, but you know ba- basically what i'm just pointing out is that everybody who's kind of stepped up for his community has been torn down uh uh it's always been some negative some negative to come out about them i can even talk about uh, uh malcolm x uh how what people thoughts were on him prior to his death uh and we all know that he had very well mean, meaning things for our community but he was he, he was he was looked at as a traitor because he was originally Detroit Red from the streets and they looked at him as a traitor so basically what I'm just trying to say is if you kind of look around at the state of culture it, it looks like our community doesn't want leadership or if it's not perfect and, and there's no way for you to be completely perfect right. in today's society in, uh, in order to lead our community to a certain place like people like we can speak to Tariq Nasheed. Tariq Nasheed is currently in Washington D.C. right now, marching for uh, um, marching for uh, reparations. Uh, and Kendall, you can go ahead and, and and give a couple quotes from what he said. The reason he's going out there to, to march for reparations. Uh, well, basically, just for a from a um, he, he coins the term foundational foundational Black Americans, and he's talking about. Um, African Americans who have who are of us, uh, you know, um, this um, descent from the transatlantic slave trade. So descendants of that people that will help build this country. Um, 
up to where it is today, you know, in some cases, because, you know, there were a lot of black inventors all the way down the line. Um, and also ones that had literally built buildings, crop, you know, did the sharecropping, all types of shit. You know, we can we can go on and go on and on. So he's basically talking about that those set of people, those set of African-Americans deserve reparations because of what they've what they've experienced throughout their lives. You know, even even after the fact with slavery, um, even with Jim Crow, uh, you know, we can go down the line with that, you know, uh, redlining, the list goes on, military industrial, com I mean, uh, prison industrial complex, <laughs> so forth and so on. So what they're doing in, in uh, D.C. is they're bringing attention towards uh, pushing for reparations for those African-American people and feeling as if they deserve that right. So that's kind of what is going on right now. They just had that yesterday uh, on Saturday. Uh, and if you do want to um, learn more about uh, just kind of his whole um, point, um, it's uh, officialfba.com. So uh, Frank Bravo Alpha <laughs> for the military guys out there, mm -hmm. officialfba.com. Um, so you can definitely check out his website. He also has a book that's out now. Um, and he kind of goes into to um, uh, detail um, in terms of what he what he wants from uh, foundational black Americans. Mm -hmm. And I know it's a lot of people out there that tend to disagree with reparations. Um, but I just the fact remains is that the wealth gap is still huge between uh, our uh, us and our white counterparts. Um, I just give you yes. a, give you a small example. Like when talk about Jewish people, Jewish people are thirty five percent of this country. Um, they make up fifty five percent of the Forbes uh, four hundred. Uh, black people are thirteen percent of this uh, country, and we make up 05 percent of the Forbes five hundred. Uh, so, like the, that, just goes to show you like the disparity between you know uh, other minorities in this country and us. You know what I mean? So we got a lot of ground to cover, <laughs> a lot. You know what I mean? And um, and sometimes that that requires us to. I know a lot of black people. We like to be militant minded and uh, things that, that things of that nature. But this this uh, this requires us to move strategically within the system because to me it doesn't really look like people want to revolt and tear down the systems that are in place. Uh, uh, it just looks like they want to operate within those systems. So in order to operate within those systems, you got to kind of color in between the lines. <laughs> and that brings me to our brother Kyrie Irving. <laughs> uh, um, what have y'all thought about the actions taken against Kyrie Irving because of his promotion of a, of an anti-Semitic film? I just want to get y'all personal thoughts. Like, you know, uh, y'all can go with it. Y'all don't so, have to be filtered. <laughs> so, uh, he, I, I don't think I, I still mentally don't understand why, why, how, it, how it became this. Because he, he all he did, he, he posted the uh, movie on his Instagram. It had no caption or anything like that, right? Mm -hmm. And it was just this uproar. And I thought that movies and documentaries they, they they are made to give information you know what i mean so i still can't even wrap my head around like why why did it blow up to this and um i'm gonna let y'all talk for a second i need to find uh did you see the list that brooklyn just gave him that he needs to do mm -hmm. yeah i saw it before they said they said well the first thing was pay the five hundred thousand dollars to the anti defamation league which he he yeah. wasn't the only person that had to pay money to him it was actually the brooklyn Nets as well so they gave a total of a million dollars to the anti defamation league um then he had they to, rejected the first i thought they rejected the first 500 no they gave a total of one million now i don't think they rejected it 
<laughs> or maybe, or yeah, maybe well they did initially because they because they didn't like his apology quote oh. unquote so <laughs> yeah so they, they rejected so. Kyrie's five I'm sorry I didn't see that so that was an update because last time I seen it they accepted it and they were saying that uh, you know they just wanted him to um, uh, come to like I said apologize and all that stuff so my bad I, that was on me so I didn't know they rejected 500 so now he has to pay 500,000 apologize meet with leaders of the Brooklyn uh, the Brooklyn Jewish community meet with leaders from that community and um uh, what was the other thing you had to do? You got the list, Trey? Oh, I'm trying to find it right now. But it was like five things. But I'll let you pull it up while we while we continue to talk. But um, I know a lot of a lot of our people were, were really upset with the the things that Kyrie ever had to deal with. But I, I think I, I know for a fact. I ain't no thinking. I know for a fact that the reason this is happening to Kyrie Irving is recently because a lot of the attacks that have been going on with the on to the towards the Jewish community. Like Kanye the things Kanye West said Kanye West has said has exacerbated that. Uh Donald Trump has said a few things which is completely going under the radar for the for the general public. Uh, but uh, he was he was admonishing uh, the Jewish community lately because his donations to Israel. He said no other president has done as much for Israel as I've done, and uh, the the Jewish Americans need to um, need need to be more grateful. And I just and I'm like okay, <laughs> like, and nobody's realized that this guy said this, and he's 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 not faced any backlash at all. You know what I mean? So I think the things that Ky- uh, that that Kyrie Irving has done. Uh, just helped to exacerbate that, and that was the reason why he was attacked so uh, so swiftly because of this because because of this documentary. Um, uh, and I think because of Kyrie Irving's past with conspiracy, <laughs> it's even more uh, it, it's even more even more exacerbated from. Excuse me the uh, the flat Earth <laughs> the flat Earth thing. Do you remember the flat Earth thing? Oh yes, we do remember that. Yeah, so so <laughs> so so you know, but a lot of a, a lot of people believe that he's being radicalized because of, you know his his. It seems like he has a very YouTube mind. Uh, uh, how do y'all feel about that? Do y'all feel like he's being radicalized? I just I just think he you know went down a, a rabbit hole you know and and he learned and again he probably was well traveled you know he's probably been to quite a few places and learned several different things. I'm not here to to disrespect his intellect. I don't I don't think it's that deep. But I do think that, again, you got to make sure like when you when you I don't care about the posting post post whatever the hell you want to post. But you're a public figure, regardless of how you feel. You 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 yourself said you are a voice of the people, all those kinds of things. So when you when you say that this is what they want, like, (laughs) okay, we got one because, you know, what, you know, white people tend to think, oh, there's, there's, there's a, there's a black guy who's speaking for all of us, mm-hmm. you know, like they love to utilize that. So that's why they're going to him. That's why they're going to LeBron. What do you think? What do you think about what Kyrie said? Hey, uh, they're not asking Giannis because right. Giannis isn't from here. So it doesn't matter. They don't care about what his, his opinion is. If he says something about it, then that's one thing. But again, you got to, if you're gonna speak that stuff, or you're gonna put put some on your on your on your Twitter, don't be surprised if they come for you and be like, "Hey, what did you mean by this?" Mm-hmm. You got to answer the question, mm-hmm. or you just be ten toes down on how you feel. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, or whatever. I don't, and I don't know his take on the Jews. Maybe he's he's absolutely uh, truthful in what he was saying. With um, I'm not here to marginalize people. That wasn't what this was about, or whatever. But if you just post it and you don't really give any context to it, you know these people are gonna come after you. So you have to make sure that you're ready. Your stuff is well, and he and he killed it on that second interview when he when he when he was saying, um, you know, how come nobody ever asks about, um, you know, the the plight that my people have gone through and things like that. Yes, you're absolutely correct, and and you can bring attention to that, 
but they're asking you about what what you posted on your thing and they're trying to get you to say say get on your knees and say sorry essentially because he's apologized a couple of different times he's apologized like four he's apologized times. a couple of different times and, 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 but but again he's not he's not he's not steadfast on this is what I really meant initially, and that's why these people keep coming after him. Yeah. He has to he has to put that foot down and say, "Hey, fuck y'all. <laughs> this is what I said. This is what I meant. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go and talk to these people, or whatever his plan is, or he's gonna retire. I don't know what he's gonna do, mm-hmm. but you know, just be ready and and be okay with what your stance is. You know what I'm saying? I think he is in a lot of different ways, but it just it just seems like the apology now is after the result of now you possibly losing your money because now you got this suspension going through you. Yeah. So I just I just hope he you know whatever he's doing he could be a voice of the people but you know if you post something like that you know there's a lot of different things with you know I've, that I've heard and I got to watch the documentary myself but you know there's like some Hitler shit in there like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? like it's just <laughs> you know he's misquoting black people saying something about the Jews or something like Hitler didn't say no shit like that like y'all got to stop acting like Hitler was cool with the, with the negroes so if, if those things are in that shit, that's why you have to say, hey, I wasn't rolling with this shit in here. Because mm-hmm. we do that, right? We watch yeah. documentaries all the time where there's plenty of shit in there we not might not necessarily be fucking with. Mm-hmm. I've had you, I've had you, well, I ain't going to put it out there, but I've had you get a movie for me that was a documentary film about Hitler and just trying to learn about mm-hmm. what, what was going on with that, right? Mm-hmm. So it's about trying to understand the information not necessarily you riding with everything they saying and i think that's kind of what initially he didn't do and that's why they attacked them the way that they are yeah. i'm not excusing it but yeah. i'm saying that's exactly why it's going on the way that it is right now and yeah. they're gonna try to make him out to be some mm-hmm. you know uh racist or something like that you know what i'm saying and judaism isn't even a race it's, it's a religion so mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, but they're explicitly talking about white Jews because America's racist <laughs> and they, they know what they're talking. Like they go straight for that instead of this is about a religion that he's really just talking about, mm-hmm. but it goes further than that. So, yeah. so I just hope he's ready. So what, they're not going to leave him alone. Uh-huh. So, so what, 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 what Kendall mean is by America is racist. Cause we are, cause everything in America is identified by race from the, the, yeah. uh, the, um, the uh, um, the census and everything. So, let me just let me just touch on a couple. Because there are black Jews, right? There are black Jews. Yeah, there are black Jews, right? So, right. Me, so like they don't talk about them when they talk, when it comes to the Holocaust either. For the most part, no. they don't talk about the Hasidic Jews. But uh, <laughs> Blaze said he's glad he's not on. Now you can hop in, Blaze, because I'm because I'm a, um I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna clarify a few things, right? <clears throat> because all right, so number one. Uh, we let me. I, I just spoke about the census in America being racist. So I'm, I'm gonna point out a few things, and this is what I want y'all to understand because I can tell y'all my true feelings about this, but it's 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 a bunch of shit that we constantly miss because we don't understand for the most part as a black community how the world works, right? So his, so let me tell you something. Mexican people have been considered uh, white on have been able to be considered white on the on the uh, census since the sixties, and the reason they've been able to be considered white in the sixties on, on the census is because they lobbied. Listen to me very carefully. They lobbied for it. Mexican people wanted the same health benefits as white people, so they lobbied. They pulled their resources together and they lobbied for it to be considered white. Mexican is even an option on the on the on the, on the census. They lobby for it, so that's why I want y'all to understand. Another thing, his, 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 Jew, Jewish. And it was nineteen forty; they were classified. Nineteen forty. My bad. I, my bad. I thought I was a little bit off, but I uh, continue. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I was a little bit off on that. But nineteen forty. So I'm just. But I'm just informing y'all when it happened. Same thing with Jewish people. Jewish people are considered white in America. 
they can be considered white and can consider white in in America, right? So when we talk about white supremacy and uh, and the mindset of white people, it like I said, it's an ideology. It's not really the race of Caucasian or Jewish, right? right. So I just want y'all to understand that. And they and they also lobby for that as well. They got they formed an anti defamation league. They they saying that anything that you use that would that that was uh, to have us condemned during the Holocaust, you can no longer say that. And they had the same propaganda that they used. The, Hitler used the same propaganda that they used in America for black people because that's where he got it from. He got yeah. it, so he used the same propaganda against Jews to have to to, to to slaughter them during the Holocaust, right? So y'all have to. Understand. And he got the idea from chattel slavery, <laughs> right? From chattel slavery. So I, so just just so just so we clear on that. Right? But no, no, you good. But 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 um um because uh, it is funny because because uh, we know this, but the the vast majority of people don't understand this. So mm-hmm. the like we say, oh why? Where, when, when Kyrie Irving said, where were y'all at when I was a kid? They were right, right. the fuck there. But right. the thing, not the, caring. The, the, not caring. But the thing is, as a community, we have not pulled our resources together and yeah. lobbied for this shit. We just get in the streets and we do the the grassroots movements, but we don't put our resources together and lobby for it. Until we until we be able to put our resources together and put it in the politi- put money in the politician pockets, whether we agree with them, whether they look like us or not, and hold their feet to the fire, we the same things are going to be happening. There's not going to be no anti-black speech. There's not going to be you know what I'm saying like none of that shit when it comes to our community. We have to do that. All we have to do is follow what everybody else has done historically. Same thing with the Stop Asian Hate Bill. They lobbied for that. They put money mm-hmm. in politicians' pockets. That's how yep. that's how the world works. That's how we have to do it. That's why it's important for us to gain economic wealth. But a lot of us are so used to telling the truth and not coloring inside the lines because we can't be considered white in this country. You know what I'm saying? We just want to tell the truth all the time, whether it's going to cost biracial children. Right, right. Whether it's going to cost or not. But like, I guarantee you, if we lobby and start having them biracial children be considered white because of their skin tone, a lot of shit will change. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, well uh, hey, hey, we, let's hey, not hey, go too far. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, yeah, yeah. I might be, I'm, I might be reaching with that one, but you know, you know where I was going with it. Oh, damn well, let they look white. <laughs> hey, but, we, but you never, no, but you're, but you are right. No, no, oh, yeah. you're, you're on point. With what you're saying, lobbying. That's why it's important to understand what's going on in political spectrums. Yeah. Mm. it ain't like niggas just like to sit around and learn politics. No, you just trying to figure out what's going on with your reality Mm -hmm. so you're right the lobbying has to take place you have to put money in these pockets of these fools because that's all they operate by Mm -hmm. that's what these oil companies do that's why they shut the hell up when it's time to talk uh electric cars and all that shit they like hell no because i'm getting millions of dollars to keep my mouth shut (laughs) and let these fossil fuels continue to do what they're doing so Mm -hmm. you're absolutely right Right. if you want to see that time type of change that's why that's why you see treating sheet out there going to dc they're lobbying they're 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 pulling stuff together to try to push for this reparation situation and they're going to try to get i'm assuming more of our pop more of us into this uh conversation so that we know what's going on with this and that we help push it because mm-hmm. that's really where the change is it relies relies right. on it's money right and that's what it, this is a capitalist system right and like you said if we're gonna if we're not gonna shut down capitalism we have to interweave into capitalism and use the tools to push for lobbying because that's the only way this shit gonna change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really the only way. That and progressive, you got the progressives in in the office and all that shit that that constantly are irritating, harassing, pushing for that shit to happen regardless of where that money is. But it's also gonna take us to put money behind them and those people so that they have that backing. Otherwise, they're gonna eventually start being quiet because they getting money to shut the hell up.
Mm-hmm. And to Blaze, Blaze just said in the comment, I know he ain't on the show, but he just said in the comment, he said they hoeing us, and he don't like that. And that's a fact. But the thing yeah, is, he said they hoeing us, and, and he don't like that. Because basically, like mm-hmm. with Kanye West, they done pulled all his all, every deal. They refuse to do business with this man. They won't even let him bank his fucking money. You know what I'm saying? And then the same th- same thing with Kyrie Irving, bro. They t- they took it just just took his Nike deal from him. Nike refused to do business, mm-hmm. which is insane to me, because Nike is still by all day outspoken athletes so to speak you know what i'm saying so to see them pull away from yeah, was, but this, but who are the shareholders right who are right, the shareholders right, of right, nike right so right. that and i don't know i don't know the names i'm just saying mm. that's that's where the issue is like you said it's I, about I that money, money and that we know who they are but i'm just saying I'm, I, I don't know the names is what i'm saying i'm just saying yeah. it might not even be are. them directly but they may be yeah. a part of other organizations other you know uh taylor swift has talked about how she loses her her music uh she's talked about the carlisle group she's talked about uh uh, Je- uh not jeff bezos george soros mm-hmm. who's also you know like uh-huh. these are all conversations that they continuously have because she wants control of her music you know mm-hmm. and i don't know where she's at now with that but that's it's all a, it's it's all big money you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's private equity and you know that's <laughs> yeah that's where the situation yeah, you're right lobby yeah, i mean that's that's where the change is gonna be at man you gotta put the money in there mm-hmm, in order can, for some shit to really move around because uh-huh, see the, the the issue is we can we can sit up here and complain about you know our our dealings and how certain and i want everybody to understand me certain people have taken advantage of another group of people but the reason they've been able mm-hmm. to do that is because of capitalism and capitalism right. is the root problem for all this shit same th- reason why we got mm-hmm. uh 50% of american waterways is polluted because of the clean water act people was able to buy um fucking uh, um, certificates saying the water they they weren't polluting the waterways as much as they were and all this type of stuff. All the root cause of all this bullshit is capitalism. Mm-hmm. So if we're not ready to tear the system down, we need to learn how the system works to interweave ourselves and move throughout it. So sometimes mm-hmm. it's value in being quiet. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. You know what I'm saying? Kyrie, Kyrie Kanye West has done a lot. We didn't see him lose all this money because he won't, he won't shut the fuck up because he's speaking his truth, which I'm not knocking you speaking your truth or doing whatever the fuck you want to do in life, but it's going to be consequences for that. You know what That's I mean? Right. Once you once you once you get outside of corporate interests, it's going to be it's going to be um, uh, consequences for that. So either we need freedom to, of speech is real. Yeah, but you have yeah. to be ready for the flood if you say some shit that's going against the norm. Right, right. That's just, this, that's not the free part. Mm-hmm. That's the cost. Right, and, and we just because because we just saw the same thing. And this, I mean, we've been kind of on the slippery slope for a while with uh, with freedom of speech because we just watched the same thing happen with uh, what's our boy name the conspiracy theorist dude that uh, uh, Alex Jones. Alex Jones. I'll, like, Jones, I'll eat your ass. I'll I'll do it. <laughs> but we just. <laughs> <laughs> we just saw, uh, we just saw the, uh, you know, him get hit with a billion dollars. Like Alex Jones, they got no mm-hmm. billion dollars, but he just got, no. uh, he got hit with a billion dollar fine. This nigga got a mixtape out right now, and mm-hmm. if, <laughs> y'all, if y'all think I'm capping, <laughs> go look it mm-hmm. up. He got a country, mm-hmm. al- he got a country album out right now, trying to pay back that billion of dollars that he lost <laughs> because he was speaking his truth, whether or not it was the truth or or a factual truth. It wasn't. He, was spe- he was right, exactly, but he was speaking his truth. That's, that's why he got hit so hard with it because right. he. He's been saying crazy shit for years, and again, yeah. I I have listened to Alex Jones. I have I've heard some of the things because there are some things that he talks about that has truth in it. Mm-hmm. But when he when it's time to make some money, he goes on this deep end, especially once he got the right far right people on his side, mm-hmm. and then he started speaking that Sandy Hook shit, saying it was fake, and there were there were. Uh, what did he would call them? Uh, they're 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 uh, psyops, and they're 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 plant there are moles in there, and that wasn't the real mother of the children, and she's not that's not really the mom, and like and then they had like and as a result of him saying all that wild shit, his fans, people that listen to his show, were pulling up at this woman's home, death threats, all this other type of shit. So like 
that's when you getting out of control with it, bro. Like that's not necessarily your fault, but you you rose up these fools just like Donald Trump, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you might have not caused the coup in in D.C. for January sixth, but you're the reason these people are amped up because they believe that the election was stolen. Yeah. So you got them up there wilding out. And now, oh, well, I wasn't trying to do that. <laughs> like, no, nah, bro. Like, mm -hmm. you hyped him up. Yeah. Same thing with Alex Jones. And that's yeah. why he got That's why he got what he got. Otherwise, they'd let him continue to say his bullshit. Mm -hmm. He's been and, doing it for years. And so, that, like I said, that, that, that kind of goes to the point about Kyrie and tweeting out this, uh, mm -hmm. and, and tweeting out this, thing, this documentary. Because, yeah. you know, as, as much truth as a lot of people say that the documentary, because I haven't watched it myself, but I just hear what people say was in the documentary. They still they still said the Holocaust never ha happened, which we know for a fact is a goddamn lie. <laughs> it's so crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. So so you got to be very very careful. You know what I mean? And um, and 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 that's why he he's being held. You know, at the point to apologize. Like I said, and I just pointed out to all the attacks on Israel that a lot of our prominent figures in America make it from Donald Trump to Kanye West and all that type of stuff, and that just that's what exact exacerbated the Kyrie Irving situation. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, and before that, he was tweeting about Alex Jones, yes, you know, about yeah. the world, the new world order. Uh -huh. Nothing wrong with that, because like I said, Alex has some points in in, in, the, in the, a lot of his old stuff, and that's what that's the clip that he was showing. Mm -hmm. But you got to preface what you're talking about, though. You can't just f throw an Alex Jones video because you know what they're gonna go for. It. Right. You just recently, like you said, he got a suit for a billion dollars. So the main conversation is gonna be, oh, well, he's listening to that crazy Alex Jones. No, he's not mm -hmm. listening to him. He's just talking about a clip. Of something that that man may have said that is along with, to your point, his truth. <laughs> and that's all it was. But they don't want to have, like, what do they say? They don't want to have that conversation. That's the new little quote. But that's, man, come on, man. Kyrie didn't do nothing. He didn't do nothing that damn flagrant. He just posted some shit that he didn't speak on. You know what I'm saying? Right, that he right. just said, oh, this is some shit I watched. Check this out. You know what I'm saying? He, You got to, if you're going to post some shit like that, man, you got to know they're going to be coming for you, bro. Come on. Right. And, uh, um. Yeah, to, to that point, I just hope that all all y'all understand. Like, if you not a revolutionist, if you work inside of a corporation that has a specific <laughs> interest, to be be very very mindful on how you move. Now, if y'all ready to just say fuck it and go for, all, go revolutionary and speak your truth to power, and you know what I mean, like like then go out there do by it. all means and do it. But you gotta be well. You probably ain't gonna never make a dollar in this country again. <laughs> well, why do you think so many to to your original beginning of this whole? Do we need more black leaders? Why do you? Why do we need more black leaders? Right? Mm -hmm. Because what happened to the to our black leaders? They, they were, were in jail. They, mm -hmm. they were locked up in prison. Mm -hmm. Some are still locked up in prison, even after the fact of knowing that the Black Panthers weren't a terrorist organization or any of those things. They're not letting those people out. There's plenty of or there's plenty of pastors. All type. They're still locked up to this day. Political prisoners. All that kind of shit. Mm -hmm. Asada Shakur is in Cuba right now, staying away from America because if they bring her over here, they're going to throw her in prison. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's not like the blacks just gave up. No. Yes, Martin Luther King uh, destroyed us, you know, here because mm -hmm. it was like, damn, if they're going to kill this one. I mean, damn, what else? I mean, if we bring up somebody else, all they're going to do is kill this one, too. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the thinking and that's the mind frame subconsciously. Even if you don't think it's a conspiracy, whatever, even though there was several cases that show different otherwise. Mm -hmm. But it's, it, it, puts, it puts a thorn in your side. Like, it, it takes the energy away from you. But it ain't like we just stopped. But it just it messed us up so bad to where we we, we lost that traction. Yeah. And now we're rebuilding that shit all the way back up again. And to your point, who's going to trust some of these leaders if they do something, if they do one or two wrong things, all of a sudden it's like, oh, see, 
Mm-hmm. That's, that's why I don't get no money to this nigga. This nigga, blah, blah, you know, mm-hmm. all that. You know? yeah. <laughs> and that's that's some of our fault. And yeah. we, need to, we need to work on that as a people. Yeah, I, th- I think one of the biggest things we, we, we need to uh, work on, and for everybody just tuning in, the reason he brought up Martin Luther King is because I, I started this episode. We're talking mm-hmm. about how Martin Luther King was uh, was was starting to lose a little bit of ground as far as the black community concerned. Because the I, I Have a Dream speech was delivered in, in 1963, and um, he, he wasn't assassinated until five years later, which was he was starting to change his tone because people were saying there was no nuance in his uh, in his argument as far as nonviolence, and it wasn't progressing as fast enough. So he was, he was real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to an early 1968 Harris poll, uh, the man who's half a century of martyrdom we celebrate, um, disapp- he had a disapproval rating of nearly 75, percent mm-hmm. uh, which which was basically our people for the most. And it was again not the mo- not us mostly but just people as a whole so even black people were feeling a certain kind of way about him because what he was trying to change things he's a mm-hmm. radical changer mm-hmm. just like you could go as far far back to jesus his problem was he was trying to change some shit where he's, and i'm not i'm not a religious person in no way like that but that's that was the reason why he had so many issues because he was a radical mm-hmm. i'm not hearing that shit we're not doing it this way we need to be focusing on this. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with Martin Luther King. Yeah. And Martin Luther King, Fred Hampton, Stokely yeah. Carmichael. Uh, yeah, Malcolm. Uh, uh, Marcus Garvey. We can go on and on and on. These yeah. are all people from our community who tried to who tried to come in and implement change, and the government said, nah, we rocking right. with this. And now we wonder why we're in such disarray and why we cannot unite. Right. It's not impossible. But we have to right. understand that, that a lot of times our so-called leaders and the people trying to do stuff, positive things in our community aren't perfect in their personal life. That's right. But what we That's need right. to do, but what we need to do is still give them the benefit of the doubt because we do it with the others all the time. Like, fam, right. fam, look how long it took them to pro- look, look how long it took them to prosecute. Uh, what's old boy name? That was the the film producer that was out there uh, raping and shit. Ed, Ed Buck. No, not Ed Buck. Uh, the the fat dude, man. Um, oh. That fat dude. I got a fat dude that was out there. Oh, there. Harvey Weinstein? Harvey Weinstein, exactly. But R. Kelly was out of there immediately. You see what I'm saying? Well. Yeah, I mean, but he, he had some chances. He may, he may be the wrong one to use that. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I'm not taking nothing away of what you're saying, right. but R. Kelly, hell no. Nah, they gave this nigga several Well, chances. well, well, well <laughs> hey, 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 listen, bro. We, we was also, hold on a second, hold on a second. came out in 98. Yeah, so but no, no, but Peep Game. Jail, but so. This is what I mean, though. But with the nuance of the, the y'all, we, we old, so y'all looking all the way back from when we was kids. I'm talking about the nuance of the the Me Too movement and shit. They got R. Kelly to fuck up out the paint. It's, it's it took a while to, for them to prosecute Harvey Weinstein, and I don't even know if if his movies is still in circulation. Like they tried to mute R. Kelly, you know what I'm saying? We can't even listen to his music no more. But I'm pretty sure every movie that Harvey Weinstein produces is probably still being played somewhere. Well, no doubt. I, I just and even with R. Kelly though, I think it's. It was just I don't an think analogy. they muted him. Our, us as a community, we did like, yeah. man, fuck this. I ain't listening yeah. to this shit no more. Of course, we still have people that do. Mm-hmm. But it's not like Apple or Spotify or they like, nah, we're not playing this shit no more. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I just think he's he's not necessarily the greatest example. But yeah. you're absolutely correct in we do get treated differently when, when something happens amongst our community, then mm-hmm. they automatically have to go times 10 with our shit right yeah. so i'm i ain't knocking nothing with you saying but our own community go times 10 with us. that's what i'm talking no, about for sure we don't give for ourselves sure. we don't they, give and ourselves they, and, they, and they don't do it with the counterparts though. right that's like exactly what time, i was getting every time every time our, our own people like our own people yeah. break, we didn't do that with our kelly though that's why i just said that's the bad no no, no. <laughs> you might be right yeah yeah might be we love the pie piper <laughs> well, and, uh, he sings so good. And, and, 
and, and, Ky- and Kyrie want to be in the inside on on, on the, in the in the comments making jokes. I'm about to put you on blast. I'm about I'm voting for Tiana Trump. Get your ass out of here, Kyrie. Just like uh, you know, and again, I'm not here to come at nobody. I'm not talking shit. But like you know, the whole Drake shit with the blackface shit, right? Mm-hmm. We don't even care about that. We like, all right, bro. Let me hear that album though. Yeah, <laughs> he makes good music, so we don't we you know that's our problem. We love you know that's what we do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like some player, some people we just shouldn't excuse like that. Mm-hmm. Now again, we ain't saying cancel Drake and get rid of him. We saying, hey bro, I don't want to see this shit ever again. And matter of fact, <laughs> we gonna have to bring somebody. Hey Jay Prince, go holler at this nigga. <laughs> you know, like something like that. Like you know, hold hold people accountable. You don't just let. This type of shit go by, go awry. Fuck that. I'm going to tell you what I want. I want the black community to give us uh, OJ levels of the benefits of the doubt. Because we got, <laughs> OJ got off See? because we gave him the benefit yeah. of the doubt. And we, <laughs> and we only roll with him because he was a black was, man. And, he, and OJ was that dude at that time. But, but you know remember, but remember all, in, in the 90s, man, we like that was, uh, we just had Rodney King. You know what I'm saying? Right. All, the, all this stuff was right. going on. And so they was like, nah, OJ ain't do that shit. <laughs> But, but 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 we knew he did. Well, we you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We gotta we gotta get back. We gotta we gotta get back to some of them OJ levels of benefits of the doubt, man. Because a, se- a seven year old knew that nigga killed him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then he released a book. I, what I'm what if, I might have did it. What if, what if, what if, what if I did it? The glove did not fit. Come on, fat. And, and he and he was putting that motherfucker on like this. Yeah. That shit was right here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like bro, you ain't even trying to put that shit on. <laughs> you like, see, see, you see, you see, see. <laughs> that shit was a spectacle, nigga. That shit tarnished uh, Johnny Cochran, and Johnny Cochran, one of the realest niggas to ever grace the earth. Yeah. Like the the stuff he did with his political his career as a lawyer, man, please, civil rights lawyer. He yeah. did a lot for us, man. And then when he did that OJ trial, that's exactly what they left him with. Like that's yeah. all he did. Mm-hmm. As if that was his legacy, and it wasn't. Yeah, you know that's fucked up. Yeah, and inform us because I'm not I'm not even familiar with his uh with his uh civil rights legacy. Oh man, yeah, all through the 60s, 70s, like you know, fought different cases for you know black men that were wronged and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I I I'll bring some up for the next show. I'll get some more I'll get some more information and just kind of have a few out that we could talk about. We can make do like a black excellence kind of thing for him. Mm-hmm. But rest in peace to him for real, man. Johnny Cochran did a lot for us, man, for real. It's just a lot of. You know, but we have a lot of those types of people. But, of course, that's just not in the forefront like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not going to be a part of African-American history. We just have those same kind of players in the books and in the curriculum that we just don't necessarily learn about. And they was demonizing him at that point because in the 90s, you know, that whole OJ trial shit was going on. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to lie. Probably reading that chat. Uh-huh, they said, yeah, crazy. yeah, they said OJ was innocent. I said, no, he did See? that shit. <laughs> watch watch if, if anybody believes that bullshit. Watch OJ Made in America. <laughs> that shit is good. That's 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 yeah. a good documentary. That was a, a thirty for thirty series, but yeah. it's like a it's like a six part, I think. Yeah, yeah. But that shit is fire, man. I mean, that's one of the code. That's, that's right up there with the the Last Dance. I swear mm-hmm. to God. You listen, y'all, any of y'all listen to Drake album since we, no, we on? Pop- I, have, I haven't heard it. I heard a couple songs, but I haven't heard the whole album yet. No. I haven't, um, I haven't heard. I, I, haven't, I haven't listened to it all the way through. I've uh, I've let it rock. It, it, it was it was smooth. I heard some tracks on there, but I ain't went in depth with it yet. Now, much better than his last two albums. Oh yeah, question mark. Music way better. Than his last I like Certified Lover Boy. I like some of the songs. Unless it's not the last two. No, his last one was that was Certified Lover Boy. His last one was. Uh, that wasn't all right. I mean, you know, you know me. I just like the songs where he's rapping. And then, anyway. and then he had the uh, he had the Afro beat one. 
Okay. Oh, that's why I did have that one. Yeah, that one's. But I mean, I mean, even at that, like that, that's some like if you're not on an island, you don't want to hear that. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, not for sure. But I I think some of those songs was alright though. No, absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, like songs alright. But like the last two albums, I really didn't listen to like that, and I'm a Drake Mm -hmm. fan, so. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I ain't had no yeah, problem certified level, but I was alright. Yeah, yeah, I definitely didn't listen to the Afro Beast one, but certified level boy was uh five out of ten for me. It was it was some tracks in there, but overall it was trash. I was, four, five out of ten. Overall was trash. Yeah. yeah, that was. Uh, but but yeah, I haven't I haven't listened to a single track on this new one yet. I just wanted to get y'all thoughts on it. Okay. No, you got some bangers on there. I just heard that uh, that one song. That's <laughs> do your thing, twenty one. <laughs> You know he was in there like <laughs> <laughs> That's the what I heard, man. Yeah, that's, 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 they said Drake was pretty uh, pretty spicy on this album, man. They were talking about how he was talking about uh um Spicy. Yeah, spicy. They were talking about uh what's her name? Uh Meg the Star getting shot. And yeah, yeah Meg, he was talking about Meg, he was talking about Serena's husband and I'm like, fam, what are you doing, my guy? Like mm-hmm. What the hell does Serena husband yeah, got? He oh, can't. Yeah. He came oh, he at him doing hard, but, husband. <laughs> hey, he came at him smooth, like, real hard too. <laughs> I'm like, damn, what he do? <laughs> I'm down, bro. I'm down. You talking about a married woman? Said, hey, you said you was okay with it, but you ain't. Man, talking man. about a, you talking about a married woman, bro? Slow down. Yeah. yeah. Drake always been spicy like that. I don't know why everybody acting like this is new. Yeah, he always, he, he always been a little sassy heifer. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, man, but uh, um, yeah, man, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna check it out today. Though I'm really, I, I when it came out, I just kind of made me a, like an old Drake playlist, something where he was actually spitting, you know, some player shit. Oh, he got, he got, a, he got a couple songs there where he go. Okay, sure. okay, I'm gonna have to check yeah. it out though. Yeah, I, ain't, I, I'm, I don't think it's any other new music out that I've been listening to. Uh, I listened to one track off that Bodie, Bodie James. Um, I don't know, man. It ain't real. It ain't really been too much new new out to listen to. Freddie Gibbs was fire. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We talked about Freddie Gibbs though. Yeah, that album. Oh, I find, right. yeah, I finally listed that album as a press play. I get that. That's a ten out of ten. That album is fire. That's a great album. Yeah, that's a and great he got album. a deluxe now too. I think yeah. like more tracks. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't heard the deluxe, but the original version was fire. When mm-hmm. I finally got a chance to I listen agree. to that shit, I was like, okay. Uh, now, this and, and it's an album. Like we 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 yeah. sell we Absolutely. seldom get that. The only niggas that really make albums is like Kendrick. But but right. that, but, but no, that that Freddie Gibbs the album. That oh. shit fire. Yeah. Cole, yeah, Cole is another one that make albums. Like, when I mean when we say albums, we mean co- co- cohesive, con- concise projects. You know, with skits yeah. and all that shit. Actual just, interludes, right? Yeah, and actually, <laughs> where, yeah, where, the, where, the, where even if the songs are different, the project flows and it, it don't take you mm-hmm. out of the zone when you listen to it. You know what I mean? Right. Not not like these new cats; they just making playlists. And so when you play, yeah, right. it's a, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's an album, but it's really a playlist. It's just a collection of songs. It ain't no cohesive to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It don't it don't make a, a project at all. But yeah, yeah. Uh, they just looking for them streams. That's it. Which you know, I understand it, but you know, that's right. the that's that's the that's just the joy of artistry and yeah. people that really care about their craft. Not saying that them artists don't care about what they do, mm-hmm. but it's just you know when you get those artists that really go the extra mile, man. Like you know, you just appreciate it. <clears throat> I really hate the chat on this podcast. Too, yeah, I done done with Kyrie. He I said know. Drake was in. He said Drake was in the studio with his feet out making this album. <laughs> 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 no, y'all so ignorant, man. <laughs> Do your thing, Tony. Uh, but y'all, y'all got anything else to add, man? Before you put a button on this? Yes. Uh, Do your thing, Tony. Right. Do your thing, Tony. <laughs> go Bucks. Oh yeah. yes, go Bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine and zero. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 
<laughs> oh damn, the Bucks is nine and zero. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Nine and zero, y'all. We about to, we about to break that record at twenty four and zero. Uh, that uh, Golden State had. Yeah, twenty four and zero. Was yeah. that what they before they lost? And do we remember who they lost to? <laughs> the Bucks. Yeah, I hate Yeah, mm-hmm. they lost to the Bucks back that year. That's when we had Dylan the Dover locking niggas up. So who you call, so who you think of making it to the finals this year? Um, the Bucks, sir. I hope it's I hope it's Golden State again. I don't. It don't. I don't know if they will. I I think it depends on uh, Clay Thompson, like how much he recovers, because yeah. it still seems like he's affected by his. What was it the Achilles tear, something like that? I don't remember. I think that's what so. Yeah. I think but uh, he just doesn't seem like the same player. Like even with his defense, like he's not really yeah. locking dudes up like how he used yeah. to be. So mm-hmm. I'm just interested to see how he comes back. If he's better, if he's fine by February or something like that, then I'm going. You know, Golden State, uh, Milwaukee. Uh, if not West, I'm probably gonna go Phoenix again. I don't know. I think Phoenix is. Uh, I think mm-hmm. they're gonna. I think they're gonna be in it again for uh, if. I don't know. I just. I guess I'm always drinking the Kool Aid with Chris Paul. <laughs> so I just. I don't know. I see. I see a reunion. Um, but uh, but if like I said, if Clay's healthy, I think it's gonna be Golden yeah. State. Uh, I'm gonna go out on. A, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna to say the Denver Nuggets and Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. Denver. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, what's name's back now, right? Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, he look, yeah, he's starting. He's starting to get it back too. Yeah, so I'm, I, that's what I'm going on. Let me say, um, <laughs> as far as the West go, it's Golden, Golden State is on a five game losing streak, so I don't know what's mm-hmm. going on with them. Um, the the Lakers, they got to figure it out. They we thought Westbrook bringing Westbrook off the bench was the answer. It seemed to be working. I mean, he's playing phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, he, he's looks playing, good with them yeah, off the bench. Yeah, yeah so, he's, he's so, playing it's phenomenal. Over, it's over for them. They ain't going to no finals. It's a wrap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about the finals, but they'll make it. They'll go to the play. I think they go to the playoffs. I think, I think they go to the playoffs. Yeah. I, and yeah, I think they, if they yeah. make that trade, if they get, if they, if they go through with the whole Miles Turner situation, mm-hmm. that's going. That's all. I mean, that's really that's, that's game changer, right? That's there. really what the Lakers need. Yeah, they, they can need, put him, throw him at the center, mm-hmm. and then now you got Anthony Davis and and um, you know, and and um, it, it would be Buddy Hill too. Wouldn't it be Buddy Hill too? It'll right, for sure. I'm, I'm just or or even if you can bring him with, they absolutely. I, no, I think that's what it would be. It would be that's all package. Okay, yeah, for those picks and Russell. Get them picks up, you know. Get them yeah, picks absolutely. up, and that, uh, give, that give you that uh, perimeter shooting that you do yeah. not have. <laughs> yeah, because you know Russ is looking good, man. He playing, no, he, no, he's he supposed is, to be doing that. Yeah. You know, I just think LeBron just gotta uh, be okay with the whole point guard situation. Let him run the offense. If y'all gonna have him, yeah. on, y'all gonna be on the floor together. Because um, both of them are kind of struggling with their three point shot. So uh, I just think if you let Russ run that shit, they'll be all right. Or, you know, coming off the second, you know. You know he gonna win six men a year. <laughs> Where he looking? Uh, it, right. But uh, but yeah, I mean, if they get Miles Turner and uh, Buddy Hill, it'll be a different team. Hey, I'm 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 gonna I'm have some fun with it, and I'm gonna say Milwaukee Bucks, and I'm gonna go with the Memphis Grizzlies, bro. Okay. Yeah. I really I think I think I think if they hit a stride in the playoffs, they can surprise some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they but can. Besides, but besides that, though. I agree with the Golden State because I actually had Golden State going back to the finals before the season started. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I agree, I agree with the Clay analysis though. Uh, yeah, Memphis is you right though. They they're a nice team and I don't know. Uh, John Moran is like a Iverson mixed with Russell yeah, Westbrook. Yeah. <laughs> he is, yeah. It's harder. He just crazy. he's just a monster. Like he goes, hey, he hey, just hey, he don't my, stop. My, my mom shout out to moms too. Moms came to visit me last weekend. Oh, what's but going hey, on, mom? Hey, 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 she definitely was like, hey, I like that boy in Memphis. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, talking about John Moran, she yeah, said he yeah. come on TV. I watch him. Like, yeah, yeah. Buddy. no, John, 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 box office, as A would say. Yeah, yeah, John Moran, John Moran, crazy man. But I just don't. I'm, I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm. That's why I'm going with Denver though. Denver, they just got it together. They got a complete package. And Joker, Joker, no, no, they look, they look yeah, really good. I, yeah. I can see them going too. Yeah, Joker ain't playing around right now, so we are gonna see. Y'all know how I feel about uh, Joker. Um, and Memphis uh, is still young, so I understand that. But yeah. they're a young team that that whatever's going on over there in Memphis with that coach, they they buying in with whatever he's talking about. Because usually mm-hmm. young players don't play that hard. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they just play hard. You know what I mean? They they just play hard and they they can win games. You know what I'm saying? But the way they play is like very like organized. You know what I'm they, saying? They got, like, they got like they got like some young bulls. Like even when right. John Moran is out, they still win. Like, he ain't the only yeah, one that can score thirty. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, no bro. If he, if he get hurt, they still win. They mm-hmm. win the majority of the games. He out. Like they got some <laughs> bulls over there for real. Yeah. Like they really. It, it's it's gonna be more so about experience with them in the playoffs. Yeah. Cause in the playoffs, all of the, all of them can go. But and that's when it's Bucks and Six. Go ahead, sir. Absolutely, but mm-hmm. wrong. What you was talking about though, Denver? Absolutely. Yeah. Cause uh, cause uh, uh he looking good, bro. Like it took him a couple games, but he look he's looking real nice now, Jamal yeah. Murray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the season, man. Uh, um, oh, y'all, you got to you ain't do your World Series shout out, Kendall. No, I was gonna do that after you got done talking. Um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Houston Astros, uh, congratulations, y'all! Uh, y'all, y'all escaping the cheating allegations. <laughs> y'all won, y'all won, like fair and square for the most part. You know, there was a little, little bit of, little bit of, a uh, little ear, little ear whispering out there, but uh, they, they balled out, man. I watched, I watched pretty much every game, and uh, I, I didn't really think anybody was gonna beat them anyway this year, um, especially once the playoffs rolled around. They swept two back to back teams, and then. That the rest was history after that once they got to Philly, but they lost two games. Philly was hooping, but they weren't ready for them damn Astros, man. Astros played different. And shout out to Dusty Baker. That's what Took I'm you talking. a long ass time. He like 73, 74. Never had a ring. You know, saying he's been around baseball for a long ass time. He was with the Cubs. He was with uh when they when they had that terrible loss um in the NLCS. Um and then he had um uh, he had Barry Bonds when he was over there with the Giants. Um, so, you know, he's been around baseball. He's a huge mentor for especially African-Americans. Um, and he, you know, he's actually recently spoke out about, you know, not enough black players being in the MLB, how it's this, quote, disgrace. So uh, shout out to him. And uh, I guess we can give him black excellence <laughs> for uh, all the stuff, all the contributions he's made, too. So congratulations to him yeah. and the rest of the Astros. But fuck the uh, American League. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Go Brewers. That's a, Trey. Trey, thank you. You already asked the question. I was about to say, who else over there have won? Because <laughs> ah. like, it was a question for saying who, uh, uh, how are the Minnesota Timberwolves not considered a super team? And uh, oh, and I, I just had an answer for that. That's all. I said. Well, Trey, yeah, I don't know about that. They're a good team, you know, and I think they'll be all right this year. But I just, you know, you know, Carl Anthony Towns, man, that's really where the the issue is. Mm-hmm. Um, he just ain't really. He just hasn't really blossom the way that he should be at right now like he should be the best player on that team and i think in a lot of ways he still is but anthony edwards to me is like the star mm-hmm. i don't know Absolutely. no he's the best player on the team for like sure. and i'm i'm you know we make a joke but i'm i'm kind of starting to feel like he's really michael jordan's son because he looks like him and <laughs> 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 he looks like that young man <laughs> and uh he just his heart is just crazy like he was playing against the bucks even though the Bucks destroyed uh, Minnesota for the most part, it was just you saw those you saw like those those little shining little shining lights of just watching him the way he was just hitting hitting threes in transition to come back like 
he, he yeah man i don't know colony town should definitely be uh that dude but he just he ain't got there yet so mm-hmm. man, i want to play a little bit something. i want to play a little something from one of our friends of the show um he always be sending me music man it's one of my favorite artists favorite underground artists uh i, I ain't heard this track yet so it better be fire, Kuda. Otherwise, they're gonna flame you. In the day. No, I'm just joking. But this, no, this, uh, this is uh, Kuda King. She invited Freestyle. I'm about to play this right quick. Make sure I got this up there right. I was friend in the show with Kuda King. Uh, that she invited freestyle. I suggest y'all go check him out. My brother got some heat. Um, but yeah, let me know what y'all think. And on that note, do y'all have anything else to add, brothers, before we get up out of here? No, sir. Bucks and six. Bucks and six. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh I, I do. I got a question. Kendall, what time are you uh, getting in Dallas? Oh, uh, you couldn't ask him this off air? You couldn't ask him this off air? Hey guys, hey, hey. All right, come on now. <laughs> no, I mean, you coming Thursday or Friday? Oh, oh, oh um, the ninth, Wednesday. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you coming in? You coming in Wednesday? I'll be up there yeah. Thursday evening. Yep. I'll be up there Wednesday afternoon. Okay. And like I said, the, uh, Wednesday? Yeah. Thursday, Thursday. Oh, right. so, so now everybody know our travel itinerary. So if they want to rob us, they can. Uh, there you go. Pull up. <laughs> pull up. Pull up. Pull, pull up. up. Pull but, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we 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 gonna do a live episode while we up there too. Okay. Yeah. Not. Well, not. We gotta be live, but we gonna. You know, we ain't been. We ain't recorded a single episode. Where we all been in the same place, so we gonna have to do that while we there. Okay. Yeah. I bring. I bring all the equipment and whatnot. Um, but yeah, man, thank y'all for tuning in. And on that note, this has been another episode of Unlabeled Podcast. Make sure y'all go cop the merch. Like, so I'm rocking the Christopher, the Christopher Columbus uh, Unlabeled uh, uh, White Lives Matter shirt right here. You can get it at uh, uh, unlabeledmerch.com. I almost forgot the website because I changed the uh, thing. But uh, uh, unlabeledmerch.com. Also, uh, check out. Awesome. Cop- 
Also, since Kyrie don't want to come back on the show, and he started his own YouTube channel, uh, he he a op now. But I'm gonna plug his show. <laughs> it's, called, it's called it's called No Time to Explain on YouTube. He uh, he does uh, sports uh, sports analysis breakdowns. Man, real dope YouTube channel. Uh, by the way, shout out to brother Kyrie. Uh, uh, no time to explain. Uh, I'll post it in our community section. Uh, and, and I want some payola, Kyrie, since you don't want to come back on the show. <laughs> but uh, uh, I'll, I'll post it in the community section. Like I said, we got the community section up and running now. So anything we talk about on the show now will be in the community section. Y'all go and interact with it. Just go on the YouTube app and swipe right to the community, and you'll see our, our post on there. So make sure y'all go over there and interact. Uh, we post links to music, websites, anything y'all want us to promote on this, uh, on the show will be in there. Any, any general discussion uh, will be in there. So, uh, if y'all want to talk, uh, leave us something that y'all feel like we should address, uh, leave it in the community section, man. But please go over there and engage, y'all. And on that note, we will see y'all next week with another episode of Unlabeled the Podcast. Peace. <laughs>